Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to this special five-part podcast series sponsored by Affiliated Monitors, which celebrates Affiliated Monitors' 15 years in business as the first entity specializing in independent integrity monitoring. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides independent integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in nearly 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit this podcast series sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Over this five-part series of Why Culture Matters, I'm joined by Jay Rosen, the Vice President of Business Development at Affiliated Monitors, who is the sponsor of this podcast series. Corporate culture exists in a space between what an organization professes and what it does. It is important to pay attention to corporate culture as disconnects in this reality can be quite costly. Think about the continued imbroglio around Wells Fargo. In this series, Jay and I will be exploring key aspects of corporate culture, including why it matters, what influences culture, the CCO's role in culture, assessing culture, and how to use that information to improve culture. I know you will find this series very useful and quite enjoyable for every compliance professional. In this episode three, we consider the role of the chief compliance officer in corporate culture. This series is a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back again with Mr. Monitors himself, Jay Rosen, VP of Business Development at Affiliated Monitors for part three of our five-part exploration of why culture matters, a sponsored podcast series by Affiliated Monitor. Jay, welcome back. Thanks, Tom. Jay, today we're going to take up a pretty specific question, which is what is the chief compliance officer's role in strengthening an organization's culture of ethics? So how does, uh, you talked about uh, quite uh, eloquently the role of senior management starting at the board of directors down to the C-suite level in uh, this, but what is the responsibility, or I guess I should say, who bears the responsibility for culture in an organization? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this uh, podcast today. Um, To answer that question, Tom, or to start to put our arms around it, let's consider that there are multiple levels of roles for those within and outside the corporate compliance function in any organization. They include the chief compliance officer, regular compliance practitioners, and the compliance function itself. The question we want to look at today is, what is the role of corporate compliance, the corporate compliance function itself, in strengthening the ethical culture of an organization? And it all begins with the response to a simple question, who owns culture in the organization? Within the C-suite, you might get a response that it's the chief executive officer, that it's the head of human resources, perhaps it's even the general counsel. These disparate responses underscore the uncertainty of who really bears the responsibility for culture. 
Although intuitively, most employees understand that everyone in the organization is responsible for maintaining culture, the point is that you must look at the operations of the company through the prisms of whether or not it is consistent with the company's core values. Most of the time, the duty will fall upon the CCO. This means that the chief compliance officer and the entire compliance function need to be able to coordinate the various inputs and support mechanisms that guide employee behavior. Jay, is it fair to say that the CCO is the face of the ethics program for the company, or is that uh, really an unfair characterization of a corporate chief compliance officer? I I think you've hit it right on the nose, Tom. Um, It's really important for the CCO to be proactive in the role of shaping ethical culture, separate and apart from the role of uh, running investigations or root cause analysis or ongoing monitoring. The CCO should work to eliminate any and all barriers to aid in driving business success rather than being perceived as the traditional department of no. The CCO can work to coordinate all the activities relating to building culture in an organization. Let's have a couple of examples. First, in the area of hiring and recruiting, obviously the nuts and bolts of this process is run by HR, but the CCO can create a culture where the organization would only hire the right type of persons as employees. These hires would have an attitude and core values that are consistent with with your company. The CCO can work to make sure that they understand the organization's position with regard to fraud and other misconduct and that this is incorporated into the interview process. Once a new employee is hired, the onboarding and training begins. Jay, you just mentioned the hiring process, and uh, generally HR is – if not leading the hiring process, a very big part of that. So does that mean the the responsibility extends beyond the chief compliance officer to get HR, to get other corporate disciplines and functions involved? Yeah, I I think it it truly does, Tom. Uh, As you said, HR has the prime leadership in those areas, but the CCO or the corporate compliance function should also maintain a lead role to make sure that new employees understand their responsibilities, especially in critical areas. Further, it's a serious lapse of the compliance function does not make clear that the company is quite serious about its code of conduct and that employees follow it and not violate it going forward. When managing upward, the CCO has an equally critical role. It is clear that the best practice for the CCO is to have unfettered access to the board of directors and to provide information to the board regarding the, regarding the compliance and ethics posture at the company. This specifically includes culture. Jay, let me take things in a little bit different direction by asking you, what are the warning signs of an unethical culture? These are things that can be include such things as disrespectful attitudes, Uh, favoritism or nepotism that we've spoken about before in promotions or bonuses, low employee morale, lack of teamwork, a large number of anonymous whistleblower complaints, which could reflect a fair speaking up, employees who report that they are uncomfortable talking to supervisors and afraid of retaliation. All of these kinds of things are areas where the CCO needs to be on top and communicate both the condition and the recommended solutions to the CEO and the board. So, Jay, it really sounds like uh, the chief compliance officer, but maybe even the entire uh, 
compliance function has to have a very good understanding of what's going on in the company and to be able to communicate both upwards, sideways, and downward uh, if something is askance. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think nowadays uh, where there is such focus on compliance and ethics, this is something that we've moved away from the paper program. And so maybe we've even moved away from the paper CCO. And that's why I keep stressing in this podcast that you really need to get out, mix with your employees, uh, find out what's happening. And that may be where some of these red flags that you just articulated articulated that's maybe where maybe where they're found and where they can start to be rectified jay unfortunately we're near the end of our time for this episode but i hope everyone will join us tomorrow because we're going to take up what i think is if not one of the most difficult it's one of the most asked questions um from the compliance function which was how does a company assess its culture jay i look forward to continuing the conversation thanks tom Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of our new five-part series on why culture matters. This series has been sponsored by Affiliated Monitors, and I'm joined throughout this series by Jay Rosen, the Vice President of Business Development at Affiliated Monitors. If you have any questions of Jay, you can reach him at jrosen at affiliatedmonitors.com. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I hope you'll join us again for another episode of Why Culture Matters. This special five-part podcast series has been a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.